Hi friends, it's Matt from Dream English. Welcome to the Dream English Teaching Tips podcast and Happy New Year 2024. This is my first podcast this year. And in this podcast, I had the pleasure of speaking with Tim from Ready, Set, Ego. Ready, Set, Ego is a really fun card game that you can use in your children's English classes. It's simple, fun to use, and students love it. So in this podcast, we're going to talk about how to play the game, where Tim got his idea for the game, and some tips for using the game in your classes. So without further ado, here we go. Here's my conversation with Tim. Hello, Tim. How you doing? I'm doing good, Matt. It's great to see you. Thank you for having me. Of course. It's good to see you too. And I met uh, Tim a couple months ago at an English teacher expo in Japan. And Tim was very kind to give me a copy of his really awesome card game, Ready, Set, Ego. We did a little exchange, I think, right? Didn't I give you a, I give you a book? Yeah. Okay. My good. first 100 words. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and I took the game back to my classes and I've been playing with my students and my students love it. And they keep asking me, every class time can we play ready set ego so it's been very really cool for for me as a teacher and so tim why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and maybe how you came up with the game idea and then tell us about the game yeah sure um well as he said my name is tim uh i have lived in japan since 2014 um i currently live in hyogo prefecture and I and my wife, we both run a, an English school here in the city. Um, and I've been teaching English in Japan for coming on eight years now. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, the story of Ready, Set, Ego is um, an interesting one. Let me first tell you what the game is. Okay. Uh, so Ready, Set, Ego is a card matching game. And so there are 128 cards in the in the game and they're divided into two types of cards. And so you have picture cards and the picture cards are double-sided. And then you have matching cards, also known as description cards. And so the concept of the game is very simple. Um, the students will have these picture cards in their hand and a description card is drawn and read aloud. And so students then try to find cards in their hand that matched the, the description card on the table. And so, for example, I'm, I'm going to draw a random card now. I have no idea what it is. Here we go. Um, so this card is, it is round. And so I will be looking in my hand. And so I find this fish and I think it's round. Um, so I put it down and I say fish. And so the first player to match a card or players, depending on how strict you would like to be as a teacher um whoever matches their card to the round the picture card with the description card uh, wins the round and so the goal of the game is very simple you're trying to match your cards with the description cards and once you have no more picture cards you are declared the winner um <clears throat> so this uh this game started uh about I think, well, to, yeah, this is 2024. So six years ago was the first rendition of Ready, Set, Ego. Um, and I made it 
for my students at my English school first um, with no intention of trying to sell my card game. And so I made the first copy in 2018 and um, I played with my students kind of play testing, you know, indirectly. I never was intentionally trying to refine the game. I was just, you know, making it for my students and my students really enjoyed it and they wanted to play it um, every, every single lesson. And so over a year and a half, two years of that, you know, play testing phase, if you will, I remember a student's mom came to me after the lesson and she said, um, I want to play that yellow and blue game. Mm. Ready, set, ready, set, A, 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 ready, set, A. <laughs> I was like, oh, ready, set, A, go. And she says, yes, I want to buy that game. And so I remember telling her, oh, I'm sorry, it's not for sale. And kind of like that moment of, you know, epiphany, just, mm what if it could be for sale, you know? And I thought about that for about a week or so. And I decided that, okay, how can I sell a game? You know? And then you, once you ask these questions, you find out more questions mm -hmm. and sometimes there's not clear answers. <laughs> right. So I started to, I started to reach out to a few people for help and a lot of, interesting feedback um, on how to make a game and publish a game. Um, so anyway, that was in 2000. Yeah. The like 2020, I think was about that time. And so from 2020 to 2021, I wrestled with the idea of making a game. And then finally in 2021 in March, uh, sorry, uh, May, <laughs> making my dates, right. Uh, May of 2021, the game was officially launched in the peak of COVID. <laughs> uh, yeah um true. yeah so the the success story of ready to ego is not really anything to do with my effort i would say it's just the game um kind of uh took off because of the help of many other individuals in the english teaching community in japan one in particular is a, uh, a gentleman by the name of kenny king who i'm sure you're familiar with as the maple leaf learning uh, man on YouTube and also in Japan making wonderful resources. And he got a hold of my game and he said, Hey, look, everyone, this is a great game. And I was I totally surprised by it. And so because of people like him um, sharing word of mouth, mm -hmm. the game has kind of slowly grown into something beyond what I ever could have, you know, could have imagined. And right now it's one of, you know, Amazon's top choices for card games, not, not card games, sorry, uh, English game in all of Japan. Wow. Um, and it's not because of my marketing, you know, prowess or anything, but it's because of people, people like you, Matt, you know, people who are willing to talk about it and share about it. And so I'm really thankful for the community and for anybody who's play, plays my game, but that's just the, you know, the short story of Freddy's ego. <laughs> that's really cool. I, you know, I, I know too, from creating stuff, how much of a challenge it can be, especially physical products where you have to deal with shipping and I don't know, just getting the product made as you want it. I don't even know how to go about yeah. that. But, and I think you did a great job because people like it a lot, all of my students. And I, I want to ask you, okay, so I want to get back to the game itself a little bit. Okay. Um, what I think is really cool about this game 
is that there's how many vocabulary words did you say are in it? Yeah, so there are 62 picture words, okay. picture cards, sorry, but they're double-sided. So it's 124 words right. in the pack. And actually right now, um, I just ordered a 30-card bonus pack so oh, you can wow. purchase separately, which adds another 60 additional words to the game. Mm -hmm. And um, an interesting thing to keep in mind about the words that are in the game is... I, I leaned heavily into the local textbooks that are used in Japan for okay. elementary school students and junior high school students. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, they're not all from textbooks, but the, the words that are in the game are designed to be relevant to a lower level beginner English learner. Okay. Um, I guess I could step back and, and say, I forgot to mention this. Why? Why did I make the game? Um, the reason why I made my game is because I found that games for really low-level speakers of English, especially children, mm -hmm. there aren't very many games that focus on communication. There's mm -hmm. a lot of, you know, flashcard-like review, you know, single single-word review games, which are in of themselves, not bad. But I wanted to make a game that was accessible to students who maybe aren't able to read yet, but are wanting to read. And so one interesting design factor of the game itself is, I'll take the card I used earlier, the It Is Round card. Mm -hmm. You can see on the bottom there is a, it's called a pictograph. And so the students can able are able to kind of understand the meaning. And as a teacher, you can lead them into understanding of the word in the sentence. And so the grammar is not very complicated. You know, it it's is is very common. It has uh simple prepositions, it's in um negatives, isn't, you know, it doesn't really go beyond those grammar structure structures in the game. And so through playing the game many, many times, at first it may become, you know, it may be difficult for students to catch on, but the more you play, the more students are you know, able to familiarize themselves with it. And so that plus the vocabulary is relevant vocabulary. And so I think right. there are many ways to utilize the game as a learning resource. Yeah. In the classroom. And, and what ages would you recommend the game? So the box on the box, it, it's written six plus six okay. years and plus. And that's, you know, only a recommendation. Um, I've seen students as as young as two play this game. And the the, the way that I would recommend those students play is just do a cut of the style game where you lay out all the cards on the table, the picture cards. And then as a teacher, you would yell out something, it's round. And then students would just choose cards. So there's ways you can tweak the game to be for all ages. Um, I've played uh, this game with my 70 five-year-old class, um, you know, retiree lesson. Mm -hmm. um, they love it. And so it just depends as a, as a, you know, as a class um, group lesson, six years old is a good uh, age range, I think, to start with. Mm -hmm. And obviously those students probably, uh, most of them probably can't read. And so as a teacher, you're going to be helping them learning the phrases and words. And whenever I play the game, even now, the, the whenever I deal out the cards, I take about 
two minutes to ask students, you know, if they have any questions, you know, if they don't know how to read this word here, which is broccoli, spelling is pretty weird. Obviously this is a, you know, easy word for them, for them to know, mm-hmm. but if they can't read it, they ask me, teacher, what's this? And so from the very beginning, even before you play, it's a chance for communication. And you, you want to lead students into communication and asking questions and, and, you know, you, you don't want to be too strict, you know, if they make a mistake, it's okay. It's right. not about winning. It's about learning. Right. And so you want to guide them through that. I, I, um, used it in a class that were six and seven year olds, little mixed ages, six, seven, eight. And the first thing that I did was just teach the vocabulary. You know, of course, some words they knew, um, some words they didn't know, but as kind of a way to warm it up. And then because these particular students were many beginners, they couldn't, they can't read in English. I read the main card and then mm-hmm. had, had them go around and, you know, they they had to put one down and stuff. So that's maybe just a little variation. So I think that's what something kind of cool about it is you can use the game at many different levels. Um, and there's all kinds of variations that you can do with it. So I think that's, yeah, that's great that you did that because that's exactly what I would recommend for people to begin with. In fact, if you go to the ready set ego uh, card game website, there's free downloadable sheets, um, with the vocabulary pictures on them. And, um, the, there's no words on it. It's just the pictures because I want students to focus on just recognizing what, what it is, um, mm. because obviously they probably can't read anyway, but um, it's just a way for teachers to be able to download for free and use to help teach the vocabulary going into it. Yeah. Oh, that's and cool. uh, I also have, uh, I also have a level two card game. Oh. I don't know if I told you about this. Oh yeah. So this level two um, is designed for higher level students, junior high school, high school, upper elementary students. But I think the one um, amazing part about pl- playing this game is that the students have to be very analytical with thinking about what cards to choose. And so um, this is an this is a funny example. So level level two is the same idea as level one, but the sentences are more complicated and the situations are more complicated. Okay. So this card I just picked out. It says it's dangerous if it's used by children. Okay. So you can imagine this card brings about some pretty interesting discussions in the classroom. And I think the beauty of this game is the discussions that revolve around students putting down matching cards that are sometimes very interesting. And so even now, from about a year and a half ago, my students and I have a really special memory from playing this game. And it was the card was very simple. It was um, it's brown was the description card, and one of the students puts down uh, toilet. Mm. And in my second, this is a second year elementary class, and obviously we're all we're all just losing it, um, rolling on the floor laughing. But once we all come back together, we 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 give this student a chance to kind of explain why mm. why is the toilet brown. And so he says in English, this is in, in very simple English. He, he says, toilet in brown. <laughs> <laughs> and so these, uh, these children are p- 
put in a position of having to go beyond, you know, the normal A, B answer situation and try to really think outside the box and try to kind of explain their answer. And so in that case, because of his, you know, of his explanation, the student said, okay, I guess a toilet, a toilet is brown. <laughs> Your toilet is brown. <laughs> My toilet's not brown. You know, it was, it was kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a cool, like I said, a cool thing about the game, I guess is, well, and you know, when children learning English, if, if you can get them into a situation where they have to really think and connect all the dots between the vocabulary and the situation, and that's how we make conversation. So, mm, yeah, it's great. So, um, we have to wrap up, unfortunately, here. This has gone by super quickly. Is there any other things? We'll definitely put the links. I'll put links in the show notes to your website and maybe to the page with the vocabulary. Um, is there anything else you'd like to share about the game? or? Yeah, um, I have more games. Um, oh. I'm in the process of making three, three or four games currently. And so... If you're interested in trying these games ahead of time as a play tester, I'm always looking for people to test the games. But also, too, if you're going to be at any of the ETJ conferences in, say, Osaka, Nagoya, or Tokyo this year, I plan on being there. And so come by and say hi. And I hope to meet you and and uh, hope we can share ideas together. I learn about my game more through teachers who play it. And I love learning ideas and sharing in the community. So anyway, if you're curious about my game, um, I would love to talk to you more about it if you are. If not, um, I hope you have a, you know, a, a chance to play in the future and learn English together. Great. And just for the people listening, where what's your website URL if they just want to go check it out? Yeah. Um, so it's I'll have to uh, put it in the description because it's probably hard to remember just by saying it. Okay. <laughs> it's RSC Card Game. You just type in Ready to Ego on Google, you'll find it. Okay. RSCCardGame.com. And uh, our Instagram is uh, at RSE underscore card game. Um, you can email me through the website anytime if you have questions about the game. Uh, and if you're interested in playtesting as well, please email me there. Yeah. Okay, that's not so hard to remember. Letter R S E card game dot com. R S E card game dot com. A lot of actually, I'm sorry. R S E hyphen. Oh, card game. It doesn't make a (laughs) We'll put it in the notes. We'll put it in the notes. Yeah, sure. Flash it on the screen on the on the YouTube video. All right, Tim. Mm -hmm. Well, it's just been a pleasure for everybody listening. I highly recommend you go check out ready set ego card game for your classes because it's a lot of fun and it also teaches a lot of great and important and useful vocabulary for young english learners so tim thank you so much for your time today it's been great thank you matt i'll see you again soon all right take care okay i hope you enjoyed that conversation and learned something about the really fun card game, Ready, Set, Ego. You can learn more about the card game as Tim spoke about on his website, rse-cardgame.com. 
So please check it out. And as always, thank you for your support of the Dream English Kids YouTube channel, dreamenglish.com, and for listening to the Dream English Kids songs on Spotify and other streaming services. I really appreciate your support. All the best in 2024. Goodbye. See you. Thank you.